Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's uh, episode of Split Screen Media. Almost forgot what it was. Uh, we're rebranding off of Project Split Screen to see what we like better. So we're going to try out Split Screen Media this week. Uh, with, all, with me, as always, is uh, Enrique Shockwave, or Connor DuRose. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and this week's guest host is uh, Joey Burt. Say hi to the people. How's it going, finger, guys? Finger guns to the people. Hello, beautiful audience. <laughs> all five of you, welcome. <laughs> I, I think we should say too off the off the top, like uh, we we should tell them or we should ask them which one they like better. So whenever this goes up, just be like, hey, you know, you should vote and let us know which one you yeah. guys like better. I I I'm I'm definitely like w- the way you said that, how like dignified and regal you said that. I'm definitely liking the second one better. There's definitely a bias in <laughs> which one I like better. <laughs> uh, I have a one uh, podcast sample size, but Chris, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to come I mean, back Absolutely. Next I loved it. See uh see Connors. Yeah, we'll put a poll up on our Twitter. That doesn't exist right now, but it will. It will. Uh we'll also put a poll up which host you like better. Which is Ooh. obviously be as mean as possible. <laughs> <laughs> really cut deep. That's what I want. Uh so our first topic this week, we're gonna talk about uh, we talked about the PS5 and a lot of the ray tracing and graphics and stuff that that's bringing, but we're going to talk about the 2K21 trailer that we saw. All of us viewed it right before this podcast. Uh, so you guys want to give me your thoughts and, and how beautiful you think it looks? Um, yeah, sure. I guess I can, I can kind of take it off. I like, and I, I was mentioning to this, uh, I was mentioning this to you guys earlier, but like I very rarely do, you know, graphics and video games actually make me want to play it like just graphics alone because that's really not the important part it's how well the game feels it's you know partially the story but more just you know once you get that controller in your hands if it's playable or not but holy shit those graphics are so good (laughs) the the leap between ps4 and ps5 for the nba 2k21 game is absolutely insane in terms of the the realism and the lighting effects and I don't even play those games, and I'm almost 100% sure when I get a PS5, I'm going to pick that game up. Yeah, but I don't, I generally haven't played the, the NBA 2K games, but it does look beautiful. And uh, I was watching the trailer, and I, I noticed, like, you show, you show this a video where they play the trailer side by side, like the PS4 version and the next gen version, and it's night and day, night and day difference. Yeah, no, I, I it's, it's all to me, it's, uh, like I said before, the lighting and then the facial animation, like how well that looks. And it's it's crazy to me that it looks that good on a game that doesn't care about facial animation. So to me, it's just like a precursor for what's to come. So if, you know, a stupid basketball game looks that good, what's the next um, Horizon going to look like? Or what's the next God of War going to look like? You know, when they actually take the time to perfect the story aspects of video games, like that's what excited me most is like, just the 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 power of these consoles and what we're going to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I hadn't seen it until uh you know, thirty minutes ago whenever <clears throat> we started watching the trailer together. Um, and I don't play these games either, but uh, that trailer was phenomenal. It looked beautiful. Um, and after you showed me the uh, comparison from PS4 to PS5, I was blown away. Uh, Connor, you pointed something out. The um lighting on the floor. Um, you've mentioned that they haven't really gotten that right before in previous games, how it just kind of looks, I guess, a little bit dull, a little bit bland. But it's very bright in that PS5 trailer, which, um, as someone that doesn't go to basketball games, 
Um, I don't know what it looks like in real life. Um, I've been to a couple, but apparently it's very bright, and uh, you can you can kind of see some of the reflections of people. So it definitely looks a lot more realistic in that aspect too. Yeah, just the the overall shine. By the way, I should mention I've never been to a, like a professional basketball game. The only thing I've ever been to is the Globetrotters, which is awesome, <laughs> but I don't think counts as real basketball. I haven't. I've spent like a year. I went to a Sixers game like a year ago. Oh, nice! But I showed up at halftime, and me and Hannah were blitzed already. So, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that just make it more fun? Yeah, that no, was it. Was awesome. <laughs> Um, but no, like the lights, like they have all those like professional lights looking down on the court from above. And I feel like that's better captured in this new like PS5 game. They're on the PS5. Yeah, those stadiums are basically like being outside. So capturing that light, I think, has always been a problem on older consoles where you just don't have that type of, or I guess you didn't have that type of rendering technology available to, uh, to like, you know, these, sort of, I'm not going to say indie developers, it's EA. But, you know, to people who didn't really care about those kind of graphics. But, again, that's what makes me so excited. This is, like, the bare minimum of game design at EA, and it looks this good. Like, I can't wait to see what other other companies, more talented companies, frankly, are going to do with it. Well, one of you yeah. guys mentioned, if you look in the crowd, it's it's very stark difference on the PS4 versus the PS5. I forget which one of you guys mentioned it. If you guys want to talk. Yeah, I just... I. I might actually put a like a little image up in the side. If I don't, it was just because I'm lazy, and I'm sorry, everybody. You can look it up. <laughs> but but as you can see with this image that I definitely put on the screen, um, it, it was just it was crazy to me the difference between like the the animations between the two. So in the PS4 version, you could see that every single person in the crowd kind of looked like a cardboard cutout, like the old WWE wrestling games. Um, and they were all doing the same, the same animation. Like, their hands were in their laps, and they were sitting up straight like that. But in the new one, every single person was doing something different, which also just kind of blew me away. Like, there was one person, you know, like, standing up to go to the bathroom or go get food. There's somebody else, like, you know, reaching down because they dropped. Like, it's literally everything you could possibly imagine at a real basketball game is happening in, the, in those stands. And that just, I think, is totally crazy. The body language is different. That's what I noticed. Like the the people, like on the court side seats, if they're like closer to one hoop or the other, their whole body is shift. Like they're leaning towards the game, whereas before it would only be the head. Like their bodies would sit straight forward, like you said, with their hands on their laps. But now, like every like their whole body language is different. Like if they're looking this way, their whole body is facing this way. Yeah, it looks like real people, like yeah, invested <laughs> in a game. Like, that's how you would act like people who are on the edge of their seat waiting to see what happens next. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. Think, you can hope that um, the amount of effort they put into how this game looks um, replicates uh, to, I guess, the amount of work they put into the content of the game. I can't speak to that because I haven't played um, 2K, but um, speaking about Madden <laughs> a little bit, yeah, they, they could definitely use uh, improvement there. I have a question. Do you think uh, they'll add the option for crowds and games to be like these virtual, so either card, literal cardboard cutouts or like the, uh, I think in some of the basketball games they've done like zo like people on Zoom in the crowd, like their little... You could have a, a COVID uh, option where basically just yeah. no one is in the stands. Yeah, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant like reverted back to older, like bad looking. You mean like like how sports are currently yeah. handling COVID? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Maybe, I don't know. I, I think they like could 
I feel like in every like football game I've watched this year, they've had like those cardboard cutouts, and like they always zoom in, and some of the answers have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess here's do. here's my question: Do you think people are going to buy this game um, and the PS5 uh, because of this trailer, or because of how different it looks compared to the uh, PS4 version? We got one with Connor. I guess they got one. Yeah, they got one. Um, I, I imagine I, there will be it. plenty of people like this, but. Uh, me personally, like I want to see improvements to content and gameplay. Um, For sure. I imagine they'll have you know more casual players buy this and play it, but um, I can't really speak to the game again. I don't play it, but um, if it's anything like the Madden uh, Ultimate Team grind, then it needs improvement <laughs> for sure. Yeah, the one thing that I see with like the Madden trailers year to year is like you don't really see like they'll be like, oh, it's a new physics engine, all this shit, and you don't really notice it. Different. You don't notice it. But this, uh, I guess it is console to console, but you notice a big difference. So maybe you're not buying this year's game versus last year's, but you're definitely noticing a change from PS4 to PS5. So you might get some people on the PS5, like looking at next-gen consoles and they're undecided about Xbox or PS5, if they're only getting one, this might shift them towards PS5. Uh, yeah, I mean, because it seemed to be like some of it was PS5 exclusive. I don't know, probably not, you know, how the game looks, but definitely some of the in-game content or whatever. But I don't know that I would necessarily buy, to answer your question, Joey, I don't know if I'd necessarily buy a PS5 just for that. <laughs> there's there's other things that I'm really Forget excited about. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's other games I'm more excited for, which I guess we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where it's it's definitely, I think, going to be an important moment in gaming. And I, I, it's, I, I kind of liken it to when I saw the Emoji movie, except this is the opposite experience where I, I knew it was going to be awful, but it was one of those moments in film history where everyone collectively said no to something and everyone hated that movie. And it's a terrible, it's like one of the worst movies I've ever seen to no yeah. one's surprise. I haven't seen it. Should I add it to my movies list? It's you not absolutely should. There's, there's, I, I think I looked it up for, uh, for someone there's 581 movies on my movies list that i need to watch and i know for a fact not one of them is the emoji movie <laughs> <laughs> you should have it it's one but that i guess that kind of gets back to my point where it was a a cultural pheno phenomenon and i kind of like to experience that when it's happening and i feel like th this game is to a much lesser extent going to be sort of in the same field with like you know people experiencing these brand new graphics and, and seeing exactly what the next gen consoles can do. So I'm excited for it. I know nothing about basketball. I know that Steph Curry was in that trailer. He's one of the three players I know. Um, it was basically him. I mean, exactly looked like him. Yeah, they yeah. showed, I think Spot it was on. really Spinning just the, the Mavericks and the, um, the Warriors they showed in the trailer. But it was like, it was him and uh, Dirk Nowinski and Porzingis, I think, was in there a little bit. Yeah. But they looked exactly like their real-world counterparts, which yeah. I think is something that all sport, not just NBA, but all sports games have struggled with forever. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it, but it's, it, I, don't, I don't know if it's, like, the console killer, you know, console-exclusive thing that... Yeah. Uh, has have we seen a lot of next gen trailers yet or no? Um, a few, I think. I feel like I'm missing them. A lot of the um, or are they just not as like, like, grand as 
like stark difference as NBA 2K was? I think most most of the ones that you see are either going to be at like the Xbox Showcase or the PS5 events. Halo um, Infinite. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to get Connor started on that. I don't think we had uh, Halo Infinite on our docket today. <laughs> I don't even know if we Wait, talked I, about that before. I think we do, don't we? Games we're excited for. <laughs> oh, that is not on that list. Not now, not now at least. Not from what they've shown so far. Like the open world that off my looks list. Cool, but you know what, Joey? I haven't actually asked you. I'm so curious. How being a, a pretty big Halo fan, how how do you feel about that trailer? Well, I watched it once. Um, I guess, oh, gosh, a month or two ago. I don't know. Time is an illusion. Um, it looks interesting. The uh, grappling hook uh, mechanic is new. Um, I I don't know what else to say. It is new. Uh, for me though, like. <sighs> I trust, well, let me say this. I trust Bungie <laughs> when it comes to Halo. Um, for 343, that's a little bit of a different story um, as far as the, uh, the actual gameplay goes. Um, that's that's really all I care about. I don't, like, if it looks great, that's just the cherry on top. I just want it to be fun. Um, I want it to be a fun multiplayer shooter with a lot of, you know, custom games you can do, uh, fun matchmaking that's easy and fast to get into. That's what I want. And I don't know. I was let down by uh, by four and five. So we'll see if this is any different. I guess you and I played uh, five together, and I think that was one of the most disappointing stories in any video game I've ever played. The campaign was super disappointing. Um, I think we actually enjoyed uh, Warzone or the whatever the war uh, multiplayer game was called. Yeah, um, it was the with the with all the AI uh, players and stuff on. It's kind of like Titanfall. Yeah. Yeah, it was just new and kind of refreshing to play. So that kind of made the game worth it to buy. But, you know, it didn't have the staying power as like Halo 3 or Reach. It's been a hot minute, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the end of that game, so spoilers for Halo 5, I guess, spoilers. if anyone cares. Um, <laughs> but so you, Cortana is evil, right? Like she turns, she turns evil. she's evil. Wasn't she like kind of bad for a little bit or something because her AI was messing up? Maybe something See, like it's that. been so long, and this is how <laughs> yeah. how little we cared about the actual story because I no, just don't remember it. It wasn't good. I just remember that Master Chief defected, mm -hmm. and then half the game you play is uh, Spartan Locke, John Locke. Yeah, John Locke, <laughs> famous philosopher John Locke in a Halo suit, and then at the end of the game, so or what I thought was the halfway point because. You get Cortana back, she gets fixed somehow, and then they're like, all right, now we have to go stop this other thing. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm ready for the second half of this game. And then the fucking just credits ends. roll. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> Very disappointing. <laughs> so I think they could use some help in the story and writing department for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I'm going to go against the statement I made earlier in the podcast, which was graphics aren't important. <laughs> so you can call me a hypocrite, I guess. That's Frank fine. is perfect, and you will not take him away from me. <laughs> if Craig is not in this game, I'm not buying it. Right. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to have some kind of reference to that because it was such a big deal. But the graphics in that game were almost unacceptable. Like Halo Reach in... The Master Chief Collection, the H, like the kind of upresed HD version, looks better, way better than that Halo Five trailer did. I think I agree because 
if it's a new generation, new console, you have to come out and impress people with how it looks. Right. Um, otherwise, you're just going to buy a new console for old Halo. Like it, It's not as attractive as an option. You yeah, can especially- just play it on the one you already have. Right, and Microsoft has nothing else coming out. I mean, not this year or even early next year. There are no other like Xbox-exclusive uh, first-party AAA games coming out for Microsoft. There's nothing. So yeah. I mean, It really depends on the camp you're in, if your friends play on one and you have to get that one. But the, the exclusives for uh, PlayStation are just that much more attractive. Um, I might just get one for uh, God of War and just God of War only, if I'm being honest. You could pick up the new Spider-Man game. Good. You could, could very much. The reflections on that uh, that building look pretty cool too. The reflections on his face didn't. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> we talked about that. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna bring it up again. A bitter or anything. Hashtag not my Peter Parker. <laughs> God, I hope that's still trending. Can I can I add one more little like thing to that story though? Okay. <laughs> it's just a small thing, I promise. Just go for it. <laughs> it was it, it's not even really anything newsworthy, but the guy who did the original motion capture, um his name is John Bubniak, and on his Twitter, he put um he put a little spider emoji and then a heart emoji, and then he wrote forever and he said it's been fun, I'll miss you guys. And I was like, Jesus Aww. Christ. So sad. <laughs> well, it's sad to me. I know no one else gives a shit, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to sympathize, you know. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I didn't play it. I don't care. <laughs> I did play it. Oh, you did. That's right. You did. did you play played through the whole thing, right? No. <laughs> oh, this might definitely. be a separate discussion, but there are parts of it I didn't like. And I know you don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. No, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. What did you not like about it? So, whenever. Speak very carefully. I think, I think Nikki Jakey talked about this um, in his. Uh, Last of Us 2 video to derail a little bit, but he has this goopy goblin brain thing where it's basically if I'm not doing something in the game that's fun and engaging, I'm pulled out of it and it's just not fun for me. Um, the stupid missions where you have to play as Mary Jane or uh, or Miles, I'm sure it's 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 a fun engaging part of the game for people that know more about Spider-Man and want to see those characters and play as them. It wasn't for me. Um, I want to play as Sp- I want to do the mechanics that were built into the game, like hey. You want to swing from building to building. Here's Spider-Man PS4. Go do it. And then they throw these missions in. They scatter them in. And I feel like there's way too many of them. And the frequency is like too often for it to be, you know, something that's passable. Um, right. So you're wrong, and I hate you. Uh, <laughs> there it is. No, no, no. I think that is 100% valid. Um, it's to me. And it's it's so it's so interesting to hear someone with that perspective because I, I as I was playing those missions I definitely thought that, but to me I kind of um, I'm gonna guess maybe like I know a little bit more about the Miles Morales character, um, or just like I, I you know I have a little bit more background in that, and to me it was engaging because I really liked these little break to me it was like little breaks from playing as Spider Man, so it, it kind of it helped especially like when you see Miles go through a tragedy I won't say what it is. But he's trying to help people as Miles Morales, and he's trying to pick up like the steel beam, and you have a quick time event, and he can't do it. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's it's juxtaposed really well with you being Peter Parker and being able to lift anything and do anything, and then it kind of brings you back down to this human level where you have to play as somebody who doesn't have those powers and feels kind of helpless. And the Mar- the Mary Jane levels are bad. 
I'll give you that one. <laughs> yeah, I think whenever they try to do stealth um, in those games, it's like, can you not? I just want to, you know, go yeah. more stuff. <laughs> I feel like the point of like a a web slinging, you know, like it's not stealthy. Like you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be stealthy. The stealth know, game does pretty well at giving know. you the option, though, and um, in most of your uh, encounters with Spider-Man, as how you want to approach it. If you want to be stealthy, you absolutely can. Right. Yeah. I I, I totally agree with that. Like for for the first little bit until they like start just sending waves of enemies at you, which is yeah. kind of another problem with the game. Like you can't really choose. You can start stealthy, but in the end, it's just gonna, you know, turn into an all-out attack. But, um, yeah, it's it's one of those. I definitely see the flaws with that game. Like the collectibles are shitty. Some of the side missions are kind of bad. Um, the DLC is like truly terrible. Um, but a lot of that, for, I'm just blinded by that because I'm biased because I love that character and that world <laughs> so much. And I think that main story is so good and so engaging and one of the best Spider-Man stories that's ever been made that I'm willing to kind of forgive a lot of the faults of that game. It's also one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Like it looks so good. Oh, 100%. It looks beautiful. Just swinging yeah. around just feels so right. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. That was my short segment that turned into a 10-minute rant. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> so would you, uh, would you say, Connor, you're excited for the new Spider-Man game? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I definitely am. Um, I'm, I'm not excited, obviously, as I shared on the last podcast about what they did to Peter Parker's face for uh, multiple reasons that I won't get into again. But I think the Miles Morales game looks awesome. I... I'm really excited to like utilize his venom strike, the electricity shit and his uh, invisibility powers. I think it's going to play really well into sort of more of the stealth aspect that you guys might want to see done a little bit better. Um, graphics look great. I just, I, I, I would play more stories in that universe forever. I think it's so good. That's definitely like my numero uno uh, game that I'm most excited for. Are there any others, or is it just? I know, I know, it's probably like here, and then the other ones are like down here. But yeah, oh. are, there, are there any others? I had to fit it in the screen. Are there Cyberpunk? Any I'm excited for yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah, sort of. Soon. Yeah, I think it comes out in November. Yeah, I think you're right. November, mid-November. The the more I see for it, the less excited I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the the dialogue is kind of like B movie quality at best um just not you know it's, it's like campy video game dialogue but i think we're past now you know it's not 2003 anymore you can write a good story in a video game so i'm hoping that that's just like some of the trailer shots that they've used but i mean i you know i'm a big blade runner dude and i like cyberpunk stuff so it should be fun and they laid all their cards out on the table with keanu coming out when they announced it, it did <laughs> the trailer. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. How about you guys? What are you guys uh, most excited for? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have a favorite? <laughs> I do, I don't think I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite. Um, I am a little excited for Cyberpunk. I'm am going to pick up the new Spider-Man game. Uh. I'm. This is just personally. I'm really excited for like a new racing game because I haven't played a good one in a while. Uh, so I know Dirt Five is coming out soon, and I know Gran Turismo on the 
PS5 is going to be coming out. So probably one of those is honestly what I'm most excited for. Did gotcha. you ever play uh, Burnout Paradise back in the day, Chris? I did, yeah. I think that was the only Burnout game I played. Maybe Burnout yeah. Revenge. I think. That's like one of the one. only racing games I like really played and really enjoyed. Um, but man, that game was fun. The soundtrack was dope. Oh, yeah. That game was super fun. <laughs> All of the stuff you had to do in that game, or you could do in that game, fantastic. All the Burnouts were so good. I, I wish they would keep making those. I don't know why they stopped. Can I, oh. Joey, can I guess what yours is before you say it? Oh, I want to hear it. Okay. I have kind of an idea, and I, I think I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to say the Demon Souls remake. Nope. No. Okay. Damn it. I, uh, is, it, is it Halo Infinite? It is not. No. Um, it is actually Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. That's a good one. And y'all thought you were going to have me on a podcast and have me not talk about Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I love the Lego Star Wars games. That used to be they're fantastic. Um, have you guys seen the trailer? I haven't. I saw the... Is there like an actual gameplay one or is it just like the cinematic one? So it's called the Gameplay Reveal. It came out um, late August. Um, it, it looks like there's little bits of gameplay fit in, but there's, it's mostly cutscenes for sure. Um, but there's there's little you know bits of gameplay where they show, oh, you know you can have a third person shooter um, aspect part of this game where you're you're running around as a clone trooper or something, or oh you can play as Luke and you have this third person view of uh, you know I don't know you're fighting um, uh, General Grievous as Obi Wan Kenobi, it just looks it looks so good, and it's the entire like saga too. So there's nine episodes plus Rogue One I think, um, and that it just seems like something I, I absolutely have to play. I'm going to be so excited to play that um, in the spring. So it's not a, um, it's not just a collection of the old games. Like it's an entirely new gameplay system for each of the movies. Right. It definitely looks that way. Um, you know, they had kind of the different um, modes of, or, you know, when you're in missions, like, um, I don't know if you're pod racing or if you're in the gunship, that was like a different system from just walking around the cantina. Um, Another thing that looks really cool, they have a whole built-out uh, free mode where it's basically like the um, it's basically like the cantina, but just much wider. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can you can play as anybody in the trailer. They have you running around as Mace Windu. But oh nice. my god, it just looks fantastic, man. Is it? Do you think it's going to be uh, online multiplayer? I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I think that'd be really fun. Um, those that'd types of games are fun. really great for co-op. Um, Christine actually. Uh, my girlfriend for the audience. Um, she really uh, enjoys playing the old um, Lego Star Wars with me. And she plays like maybe The Sims and that's it. So um, it's really good to play this with her. Yeah, I think I think those those types of games are really good for, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, warming the hearts of us hardened gamer souls <laughs> that have played so much shit. But it's also really good for getting new people into video games. So it's yeah. kind of that, it's that perfect mix. I think I it's think- a little... Go ahead, Chris. Uh, I think, the, at least for me, the LEGO ones are a little nostalgic because I used to play the LEGO yeah. Star Wars and the LEGO Indiana Jones ones, and I loved those games. Yeah. I was playing LEGO Batman a little bit earlier this year, but I never really got into those, and I never got into LEGO Star Wars or LEGO Harry Potter or anything like that. But the Star Wars ones, I had them on the GameCube, and I loved them. Those new Lego games, those puzzles are fucking hard, dude. I don't know what happened. Like, they used to be so much easier. It was like, hey, pull this lever and the door opens. Now it's like you got to do 8,000 things to get to the next room. Yeah. 
So I, I the humor in uh, the Lego Star Wars games. I don't know if you guys remember. Um, it's always been great. Like they they mix it up when um, they have these cinematics, and it's always different from the movies in like a little bit of a way. But it makes you laugh. I don't know. It's just it's just funny. Yeah, no, it's very great humor. Like especially like for all ages, for everybody, for a hardened gamer or a hardened gamer's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a question for you, Joey. Um, in that trailer they're all like actually there's actually a uh, voice acting so do you like that change or do you wish it was still like sort of the silent uh the silent film type cutscene i definitely welcome it um i know we're not going to get like exact the exact quality or uh, replication from like um clone wars obi-wan or anything like that though that would be great if we did i actually don't know if that's been confirmed or not um but that would be fantastic um the voice acting, I'm sure, is something that is going to be a little bit, you know, niche for some people, whether or not they like it. Um, I don't personally mind. Like, there's a bit at the end of the trailer where Palpatine is kind of saying, oh, you will die. And I don't think it's Ian McDermott, but um, talking about the humor a little bit, he has these, like, little, like, lightning Lego pieces. He just, like, mm. kind of holds out, like, yeah, and they're not working, so he throws one. Oh, and then he uses the actual lightning, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do remember that. That was super funny. I think that that might add to the charm too. Like if the voice acting is just so off from the real characters, like that yeah. might be just as funny as having no voice acting at all. So as long as the humor is there, I mean, that's all I really care about when it comes to um, character interactions. So I think part of the, the humor with the Lego games, at least what I used to play was that there was no voice acting. So you had to convey a lot with the character interactions and the character movements. The Batman game I was playing, the Lego Batman game I was playing, it does have the voice acting, I think. And it, it eh, it was okay. I I prefer it without, honestly. It did lead to some great moments. Like, I remember in the original trilogy Lego Star Wars game, like when Vader is trying to convey to Luke that he's his dad, he like pulls out a photo album. And he's like pointing to all the pictures of him as a kid. And like, yeah. that's super funny to me. And I, yeah. I hope they don't lose that sort of edge to it. Yeah. I think it's, they're f kind of forced to do stuff like that. And it's great. Like how they, how they do it, but I think they're forced a little bit without the voice acting. Yeah. It kind of, it, it, it leads way to like some creative solutions for storytelling. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I'm on my radar now. I never would have guessed that was your favorite. Are are you actually excited for the new Demon Souls remake, or are you kind of past the Soulsborne game? So, I'm a little bit past them. Um, so I have Bloodborne. That was the reason. Well, one of the reasons I bought a PS4. Uh, I played a little bit of it, but like I don't have the, uh, I guess the stamina or the drive to really get through those games anymore. Um, Connor knows this, but I I got like all the achievements in Dark Souls one and two, and I had so much time on my hands. I guess between summers in college that I just wanted to knock that out. So uh, I did all that, and then I tried three, and I got pretty close, but didn't really do it. Um, after that, it hasn't really been a game I'm, I've been super int interested in, or a you, series I'm really interested in. You retired champ. I retired champ. You yeah. hung up your gloves I, on the wall, and you walked out. I wanted no more of it. Um, but but honestly, though, I, d I do think... Uh, I've never actually played Demon Souls, so um, I may actually get that. Um, I haven't really made up my mind if I want a PS5 yet because I don't really want another box just taking up space that costs $600 $500, whatever it costs now. Um, but I know I'm going to see a God of, War God of War 2 trailer come out, and I'm going to lose my shit, so that will make me buy it. Right. So whenever that comes out, you're like, all right, time to go to GameStop or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I just got to roll with it at that point. <laughs> That's fair.
I've always I've always thought that was uh, I've always liked that about you because a lot of times when you, you'll sort of get something in your head, like you'll you'll see something that's cool and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna buy that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> I always thought that was I always thought that was awesome. That that new I'll say this though, I I do not like the Soulsborne games. I think they're a lot of the aspects of them are challenging in a way that I don't think is rewarding. I think it's just grueling and not fun. Um, yeah. Perfect example is how every time you die to a boss, you can't just reload at that boss to try it again. You have to walk through all these fucking hallways with enemies yeah. that don't give you experience and doesn't help. Like it's it's just I don't know. It's bad game design to me. Um, I think it's it's part of the if you think of it of it more like a um, a D and D campaign. I guess is the best comparison. Um, where you're basically, you have a checkpoint and you're restarting from that checkpoint every time. But getting to the fight is, you know, you're using up all your resources uh, to get there. Or not all of them, hopefully, but some of them to get up there. So hopefully you have enough potions by the time you get up there. Um, and if you don't, then you got to try something else. That's kind of part of it, right? That is an excellent point. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I have no out. rebuttal to that. <laughs> I have, uh, my, my experience with those games, uh, I played up until, and I think through the first boss on Dark Souls, and that's it. But I've yeah, got it downloaded on my definitely, Xbox, so maybe It's I'll definitely it. one of those games where it's like, you either love it or you hate it, I think. And yeah, I got some a little people bit... try to get into it, and they don't. No, I was one of those people. You helped me a lot. You helped me beat, you helped me beat the sexy spider lady. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say, Drunk Dark Souls is probably oh. one of the best drunk video games you can play. So fun. <laughs> Every time you die, take a shot. Oh my god! There was one night we t we we played that, and we I think it was like it ended up being fourteen or fifteen shots. <laughs> it was a, it was a mess. It was a lot it of was fun, but it was, oh, it was a mess. Oh man! The way to do it is uh, if you have a, a veteran of this of the uh, series um, that hasn't played it yet, that um, whatever game you're playing, bring them in so they don't like just roll through all the you know hot points and not get hit by anything. Get the bonfire and just keep moving. I think you know. that's what we did with uh, with Colin, who was on the last podcast. Um, we brought him in, but we didn't let him play. We just made him watch. Yeah. <laughs> so all he could do <laughs> was see us play poorly and die at every single turn, yep. uh, which was so much fun. But I guess to get back to my original point, I don't like those games, but the Demon Souls remake, if you haven't seen that trailer, looks incredible. I'll have to look it up. Like, those graphics are ins. I didn't know it was a full... I thought it was just a remaster, but it is a full-blown remake so the game looks totally different yeah that's interesting actually so do you want to uh do we want to move over to our surprise topic for today uh i think we're ready for it All right well podcast hosts and friends um i i don't know about you guys but i think 2020 is a cruel mistress i hate 2020 and this is my favorite time of the year fall um, and it has me kind of remembering Halloween as a kid, um, where I would, you know, dress up and go trick-or-treating and all that stuff. But times have changed a lot since then. Um, I, I don't know if kids are really going out to trick-or-treat nearly as much. Um, it honestly doesn't seem like it. Um, though I do live in an apartment complex and we've never had that, uh, like someone come up and ask for candy at our door. Um, I guess my, uh, my, my question for you guys is what was your favorite Halloween or your favorite like Halloween experience or really any traditions you guys did as a uh, as a kid? Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I will say uh, 
to your point about the apartment complex, uh, the apartment I've been at for like the past year, uh, usually there's people out like from inside the building that come out to the like the front gate area and hand out candy to kids. But I think it's just because like I'm in the city and there's more kids walking around. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it really just kind of depends on where you live. Um, I yeah, because especially with this year, I don't even know if they're gonna have trick or treating in most places. I've seen some. Uh, a lot of people in West Philly have porches, so I've seen a lot of people have like done the PVC pipe thing from like the front door down to the edge of the porch stairs. You know, so they just like, they so drop, they drop candy down like this PVC pipe, and it'll just travel down into the kids' bucket. You get a candy you don't like. Like, how do you send that back? <laughs> yeah, it's like they install like those bank, like the bank drive-through things where it shoots the <laughs> thing up. You have to put your mouth on the end of it and like blow it back up. To the... <laughs> um, I I guess I could tell, I, <laughs> I if I can hijack the question a little bit. Sure. I could tell my best and worst Halloween experience. Um, Ooh, I want to hear it because I definitely have both, and I think. I want to say both of you were present for the worst. I may not have been. But I'm not 100% sure. So I'll tell the best first. I guess uh, my favorite costume ever was when I was, I don't know, probably like four or five. And I had a Marill costume, which for everybody who doesn't know is a giant blue Pokemon with a crazy tail. Um, and I got so much candy that, oh, do you have it? Up there on your no, I don't have Morel, but I was disappointed to my Pokemon. Oh, you have a Pokemon uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Um, that, gonna that would have been out? crazy. <laughs> you gonna fill that out? <laughs> what? Uh, what are you gonna fill it out with more pictures? Oh, uh, something. We only got two. I know. Yeah, so we both painted uh each of those. I painted the Cyndaquil, and it looks terrible. But Christine painted that uh, Pikachu back there. That's really was that like a was that like a wine and color thing that it was? Yeah. Oh, it was it? <laughs> yeah, dude. What's what's a wine and color? Is that like exactly what it sounds it's like? That's exactly what it sounds yeah. like. Okay. Our um, I was our apartment joking, complex but... hosted it, and they uh, they had you know alcohol and stuff there, and um, I was actually to derail us completely. Um, I was like the last person there because I don't paint very often, and I took like at least an extra thirty minutes um past when they were supposed to be gone, um, and by they I mean the people that brought the painting supplies and all the uh, all the stuff, but they're like waiting for me to finish my syndical, and I'm like, no, I just need like five more minutes, please. It looks like it came out pretty well. Yeah, no, it looks great. Just don't look closer at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just the webcam's distance apart is fine. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that was probably my favorite. I got, like, a ton of candy that year. You know, you're little and cute, and everybody gives you candy. Um, so that, <laughs> that was probably my favorite. Um, and then the worst Halloween I ever had was in college. Uh, and it was – this was – I hadn't dressed up as anything um, – I think the previous year I went as Indiana Jones, and that was really fun. That's also one of my favorite uh, favorite Halloweens. But I went to this party, and I th Chris, you were definitely there. I think, Joey, you might not have been. I think I saw you that night, but I was not there. No, you might have stopped by the house for a little bit, and then we went over to this uh, house party. And while I was there, um, I was walking in to just basically just meet up with everybody. And somehow there was a broken beer bottle on the ground, and one of the glass things was sticking straight up. It was somehow. Know how. I'll tell you how because that party was. It was a. It was a. Two like it's a apartment complexes in two buildings, and the one was having one party, 
which I think was the one that you were going to. And then there was the other one was having another party, which is the one I was going to. But it just kind of spilled into the parking lot behind the complexes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just like this massive party. And so, yeah, people were throwing beer bottles off the balconies and all that shit. Oh, no, no. I'm not questioning how the beer bottle oh, broke. That, oh, oh. that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> no questions there. I don't know how this, like, this... I, I don't what what kind of tr- uh, triangle is it when it's like the two sides are the same and the one is really short? It's like a I don't know. Isosceles. I was really bad at geometry. Isosceles. Is it isosceles? Let's say it's isosceles. Sure. So <laughs> it was an isosceles triangle of glass, and it first I don't know how, but it was sticking straight up, and it I stepped on it, and it went through my shoe, and then through about half of my foot, and hurt so badly and i know i don't think you're supposed to do this maybe it's less bad with foot wounds but i immediately just ripped it out um i was not going to keep that in there and the problem with that was as soon as i did it i felt like instant relief obviously it's not glass in my foot anymore <laughs> but i put my foot down and it just like like just <laughs> washing around in my shoe and i was like oh this is not yeah, good <laughs> don't don't pull anything out of you if you're get if you get impaled no yeah. it, well, the reason they tell you to do that is because it could block like a certain artery or something if you yep. you know you could start bleeding out a lot yeah which i don't think I it would have been that bad for you but no it was it was you know i mean it was pretty deep in there but i don't think it would have. i did bleed a lot though and everybody had to like drag me into the apartment and put my they basically like limped me over and I'm just trailing blood on this carpet, which I felt so bad about. And, uh, and I, <laughs> thankfully it was somebody we knew, but I put my foot over the toilet and just like bled out in there until I decided, uh, it's probably time to go to the hospital. And, uh, I think it was just me and Colin and I want to say it was Casey. And we had to wait in that hospital for like seven hours. And I thought they were going to stitch me up, but apparently because it's a puncture wound, they, they can't because if they stitch you up and it's like a deep uh, cut like that, you, it can get infected. So they gave me, I want to say it was like 120 pills, uh, antibiotics that I had to take within three weeks. It was a crazy amount of antibiotics. Um, but they, after seven hours, they sent me on my merry way. So <laughs> Yeah. And that was absolutely the worst Halloween. <laughs> I cannot top that. <laughs> But I, I, def- I want to hear, sorry I hijacked that, but I want to hear best Halloween stories. So I can, I can say, um, as a kid, I, uh, I had a couple different costumes. I was Harry Potter one year, and I can't remember if this was my favorite one. Um, I have terrible memory for uh, anything before like age 12, 13. I just forget most stuff it's all just like tattered but i was i was harry potter one year i was uh darth vader another year i think it was the darth vader year that was my favorite um but it was basically like the year before the darth vader year i went to uh basically a very you know um small section of my neighborhood i didn't really explore that far out but my mom would let me go out a little bit further the next year when i was darth vader and i got so much candy that year i was so happy um it was at the point where i think i had a, a whole you know pumpkin um basket um, and like a large like plastic bag full of candy, and uh, I brought all that back, threw it on the floor, and I was the happiest kid. It was it was fantastic. Sounds like a sweet year, honestly. Yes. Did you get like those? Full I, I don't think I have bars. that lightsaber anymore, but I did have a red lightsaber that would you know pull out, you know, they can made like, all the sounds and oh, so good. I always loved the houses that would give you the full size bars, and they did it every year too. Like you always knew which ones did it. 
I yeah, I mean, I mostly got the tiny ones, but I got a lot of them, so I kind of made up for that. But more waste. But you don't really care about that as a kid. You just want chocolate, right? Oh yeah, no. You ever get that piece of shit that would give you like a toothbrush or something? Yeah. Yeah, like, come on, man, don't be that guy. No, don't be that guy. Kids if want candy. You're, give if candy you're listening to this right now candy. and you've just bought a house, don't be that guy. Give candy and don't be stingy. Yeah. <laughs> My, I don't know if I have a favorite Halloween. Probably, probably two Halloweens ago. I think that was when it was just like me and Colin uh, at college. And we did like the sexy, he did sexy lumberjack and I did sexy construction worker. <laughs> it's like the best picture. Yeah, oh, man. I, I don't know. Connor, if put up a thumbnail of that picture. I don't know if we can. <laughs> Not oh, that picture's work. up right now. <laughs> we, uh, we, we took like uh, jeans and cut them off real short, real short, <laughs> uh, higher than mid thigh. I don't, and then I, I cut up the, uh, and it, it was cold. It was real cold. Uh, but I remember I took uh, the construction vest, and I, which already shows a lot of skin, and I cut it down to show more. Uh, and I only had that in the very, very low-cut jean shorts, and then uh, like some boots, and that's all I had. And it was you had the cold. hard hat too, didn't you? I did have a hard hat. I think <laughs> I lost it. I don't remember. <laughs> but use it as a uh, container for beer. I'm sure. At some point. Yeah. Well, I, uh, it's actually funny. The, um, the pockets in the, uh, in the construction vest could fit, uh, a bootlegger. So I had two bootleggers like right there. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, and then I got in a, uh, a fight with a street sign because I accidentally walked into it without seeing it on the way home. I don't remember this at all. There's a video of it though that I've seen. So this is how I know. Uh, I was just really drunk walking home and, didn't see the stop sign and like you've seen the videos where people like walk in and like <laughs> don't see it that was exactly what i did and i was like kind of upset at the stop sign for just you know existing there <laughs> so i turned around and punched it did it actually break no it didn't it didn't break it was just it, it won the fight <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that I, I know exactly what you're talking about there's one video i've seen where a guy punches the um like he punches the stop sign and it swings all the way around and smacks him and he just goes down. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. It's Lucky like that when o- the case. It's like when Odell kicked the uh the practice net or whatever. Oh, uh, the kicking net. It just comes back and net. hits him in the face. It's right in the face. So funny. Did you see he was uh he was trash talking some fans today? No. Why? He had like he had like twenty yards receiving and uh they were down like double digits or something and yeah he some fan was like talking crap to him and he uh, yeah connor you started him right yeah he did terrible he had like three points yeah and people were like oh he's talking shit but he didn't do anything (laughs) (laughs) so i'm I'm playing against you uh this week connor in our uh fantasy league and um i am uh i'm kind of well you're doing really well but i'm uh about to take the lead i guess i'm 86 percent favored that was that was gracious of you to say i'm not doing really well (laughs) You're currently 10 points ahead of me, so anything can happen. Oh, you have like five other players that still have to go, though. I have You've Clyde Lewis-Hilaire, Amari Cooper, and Travis Kelsey. Helps to play. Yeah, no, those are, unless, unless they all die, then... Anything there's... can happen, man. That's why it's 89%. Cooper doesn't have Dak thrown to him. He doesn't. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. Red, uh, red Rocket. Red Rifle. 
Red Rocket. This is the worst nickname of all time. Joey, I will say that... Andy Dalton uh, does not deserve this. No. no. <laughs> not at all. I do like your, your mystery topic because uh, this is my favorite time of year. Like, just... Uh, like the cold, it's getting cold weather, and yeah, like just like all like I made this chicken noodle soup today, and it's just like so like like hearty and nice after being outside in the cold. Fall is like unquestionably the best to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, summer's okay, but fall is just fall is where it's at. I yeah. think we all convinced ourselves that summer was awesome because we got school off, but summer kind of sucks. Yeah, sucks. as a grown up, summer's not great. It's, no, it's fine. It's just like if you have to drive into work after you know, after a eight or nine hour uh, shift, your car is like an oven. That's just yeah. that's no good. It's also like if you've kind of an older, you know, an old school job or like someone in charge is a little bit more old fashioned. Like you kind of have to wear either like a button down or a suit and tie or whatever, and that's yeah. hot in the summer. That is like hot. disgusting. Yeah, ugh. sticks to your back. You got to peel it off. Yeah, your your car seat becomes like. Like when you fall asleep on a pleather couch, <laughs> like that. Yeah, the worst. They uh, the stores now they have you guys. You guys have uh, have you guys had like the spiced wafers? Do you know what I'm talking about? The what? It's like these spiced wafer things. They're like it's like a very hard cookie. I don't know. Is maybe it like so. a like a pumpkin spice thing? Yeah, kind of. But you have them with like apple cider and stuff. The stores are finally. Yeah, they're so yeah. good. Nice. That that I was in the store uh, a couple of days ago, and there's just like a whole like wall of like these orange boxes of these wafers, and I went and picked some up. My favorite fall thing, I think, of all time, and it's it's only been like a recent discovery of mine. But goddamn, watching football and eating buffalo chicken dip is like mm. the best thing in the world. Is it homemade dip? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so easy too because I have like a crock pot recipe. So you literally just throw like canned chicken, ranch, cheese buffalo sauce and cream cheese in the thing and then heat it up and it's done like it's you, the easiest thing no, in the world it's delicious you can't use canned chicken chris shaking his head you can't use, <laughs> canned canned chicken in in a uh, buffalo chicken dip is is not real buffalo chicken dip <laughs> <laughs> i i made some for hannah and she doesn't like spicy stuff so she didn't like it and she's like oh i'll make i'll make like my version of it and then she used canned chicken i was like this is worse I think honestly, when you use canned chicken normally, it is gross. When it's I, like when it's drowned out in all the buffalo sauce, I don't really notice it. But I we actually like a lot of what I've been buying recently is the um, the rotisserie chicken that they like cut mm. up into little pieces for like uh, pitas and stuff. So I might try and use that because it's already spiced, and I think that would work pretty well with the the buffalo sauce. That actually sounds like it'd be a good idea. Yeah, because I, I was thinking the same. Like every time I'm cutting up that, or like I'm pulling apart the canned chicken with a fork, I do kind of want to die a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> this is so gross. The smell yeah. is terrible from canned yeah. chicken. It smells like tuna. Yeah, yeah. Just get some frozen chicken, dog. Yeah, that's true. It's just so much easier to like peel off that nasty ass lid and dump it in. Yeah. And to like cook a whole <laughs> like cook chicken. How much hot sauce do you use? What's your ratio of ranch to hot sauce? Um. For the recipe that I use, it's it's just a whole bottle of each. So like that's, it, that's the good stuff. Yeah, you get like <laughs> I don't. It's like the the it, like the sixteen ounce bottle of uh, hot sauce and then like the twenty two ounce of ranch or whatever it is. It's like the ranch is a yeah. little bit more, but yeah. So the ones I do is a twelve ounce bottle of hot sauce and a sixteen ounce bottle of ranch. 
Yeah. So it's a little bit more ranch, but it's it's like 60-40. Yeah. It mellows it out a little bit, too. It makes it, like, more palatable so you can just snack on it while you're, you know, yeah. scarfing down chips. <laughs> Joe, you're, you've, you, you've been a, a spice guy for much longer than I have. Like, you like it kind of spicy, don't you? A little spicy. So, yeah, I, I've been eating a lot more hot chicken since moving to Tennessee. And uh, there's so many, like, good, like, fried or hot chicken uh, places around here. And uh, I get, like, I get, um, like, to the point where I can't really, like, finish some because it's just so damn hot. Like, if you can get, like, um, like any other place, you get hot, I don't know, like, Buffalo Wild Wings or something else like that. Hot is not that bad. It's fine, right? That's a different story in <laughs> some of these places. Like, um, I think it's called uh, Hattie's in Nashville or uh, Rockies in Asheville, um, they've got some spicy chicken. Um, knock you on your ass, man. It sounds delicious. delicious. Sounds so delicious. good, though. <laughs> I remember the one time, um, or one of the times I came up to visit you, and we were going to hang out in uh, your city. <laughs> your, your city in Tennessee. Um, but we, we were going to get food first, and you were like, oh, there's this really good Indian place. And, like... I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, I don't know if it's a good idea for me to eat like chicken masala or buttered chicken and then go walk around a city for six hours. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I have not gone back to that place since. That was a terrible idea in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> it was, dude, it was delicious though. It was so good. I, uh, man, I haven't gone back. I, I don't think it's great after, after going that last time. <laughs> it just hurt my stomach. It's like Golden Corral, dude. It always messes you up. Yeah. There's not much more Indian around here, though. So, yeah, that's true. I I I, I wish there was more Indian places because that and Thai food. I love Thai food. Yeah. There's delicious. I love where I'm at in Philly. Uh, there's Mediterranean, Jamaican, uh, Ethiopian, Indian, Thai. It's crazy amounts of food. You got everything. You got the whole world open mm-hmm. to you there. It's all in delivery range. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. All right, what uh, what time are we at right now? Uh, we are at uh fifty four minutes. You want to talk about Borat too for a little bit, and then call it a day? Hell yeah, man! So yeah. you were the only one who has seen this, so I I, I don't I don't I'm, I'm so about. excited for. Uh, yeah, so you guys haven't seen Borat, the first Borat. Nope. But you guys are a fan of. I don't even know how to say his name. But Connor, you've seen uh, this is America or We Are America or whatever the show was. I think, yeah, that one was Who is America. Who is America. Um, really, the only other thing I know Sasha Baron Cohen from is like the Madagascar movie and then Talladega Nights, and that's kind of it. How about The Dictator? I didn't know he was in Madagascar. You said which, which movie, Joey? The Dictator. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did see that one. That one was pretty funny. Yeah, that one's hilarious. I think that's his best movie. They're, all of his movies are hilarious, but uh, you got you to gotta watch Borat if you haven't seen it. Um, there's actually a part uh, where he went to the Salem Civic Center in Roanoke, and they had like a, a yeah they had like a rodeo there, and he went there and he convinced the people to to let him sing like the uh, national anthem before the rodeo, and he goes out there and he starts and this is we're familiar with the area, this is like proud boy territory right and sure. so he goes out there and he starts singing this like crazy like uh, East European like made up. <laughs> national anthem <laughs> he's he's just trolling these people it's so funny 
so it's real like the movie is filmed like a document so it's him doing real things but it's like supposed to be fake even though it's people's real reactions i'm pretty sure that was real i don't know how much of it was real and how much of it was scripted but i'm almost positive that that part was real okay because in my mind i'm thinking like the uh the johnny knoxville movie where he pretends to be a grandpa and there's like Mm -hmm. a story there but it's like real reactions from people i was kind of thinking it was a little bit like that yeah there is a there's definitely a story to it but (laughs) real reactions and some of the things he like got into like being able to sing the national anthem there is like crazy like how he did it yeah but uh he's got a second movie coming out and i can't wait uh i also just watched uh when i heard about the second trailer i want i watched this video on youtube uh so the whole premise is he's like from kazakhstan and he comes to america to find pamela anderson or whatever the fuck but um they sh- there's parts where they show him in his original village or original village but the village they filmed in, the villagers were so pissed when the movie came out because uh, they didn't really, supposedly they didn't really know what the movie was or what they were being filmed for. And so when they found out that oh, it was this okay. wild, crazy movie, <laughs> like kind of put them in a bad light. They were so pissed. That's <laughs> like, interesting. He, so that, That's not the first time he's had that because like even in Who is America, when he's filming people, he kind of, it's not that he lies, but he sort of just makes up these scenarios for what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And in turn, he's just, or in actuality, he's just making fun of them. Um, yeah. And in some cases, he gets people fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that like that Georgia lawmaker. I don't know if you guys saw that one. It was horrible. Oh, he kind of deserved to be fired for that. But Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I meant horrible in, like, in terms of what he said. Not that he got fired. No, I'm glad he's fired. Oh, yeah. He's no. In- yeah. I, I think we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. No, he's an awful person. I'm glad that that came to light how shitty he is. But he was upset, too, because he had framed it as, like, um, a Muslim self-defense course or something like that. Like, something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. And I think his whole point was, like, you should know, you should have enough basic human intelligence to know that this isn't real. Like, the yeah. fact that you thought this was real proves how stupid you are. How long have um, candid camera shows been a thing? Like, you gotta at least... <laughs> right. Like, he has cameras in the room. Like, how did you not know this was... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But no, the movie looks funny. I hope it's good. You guys, we, uh, we should watch it, the original one. And then the, I definitely think we should make that one of the, the Zoom movie nights. Yeah. I'm very excited to see that. Because I've heard... I mean, like, the, literally the only thing I know from it, Chris, is when he goes, my wife, because I hear that everywhere. <laughs> the one and only factoid I know about Borat. <laughs> No, we should definitely watch it, especially because uh, now that I'm remembering the rodeo part, it's a little close to home for us. So, yeah, definitely. We have to YouTube that later. Definitely. <laughs> the if there's like I think they might have some behind the scenes stuff with like the rodeo, the guy who set the rodeo up. Got to watch these videos. It's so funny. <laughs> so I, really, like the I think the main thing I I know him from definitely is Talladega Nights because he's so funny in that movie. You guys That's, have seen that one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That was okay. uh, I think that's one of his more tamer movies too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, there was one where he was like, um, it it was the brothers. It was like the 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 parody of the brothers Grimm. It was the brothers Grimsby, and they were like one of like he was. It was him and uh, Mark Strong, I think. And like Mark Strong was an assassin, and he was just like a regular guy. But they have to like hide in an elephant's asshole or something. 
but they like actually like it's kind of like um uh ace ventura but they like actually did it or something and then like one of them started having sex with the other like it's 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 terrible but yeah compared to that talladega nights was very tame (laughs) (laughs) no we should we should watch the borat but i'm excited for two uh i think it comes out it's on I don't know if you have to buy it or if you can rent it or how expensive it's going to be. I think it's on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, it might be one of those ones that they're doing now where you have to, like, you can't rent it. You just have to buy it, like a movie ticket, basically. Yeah, I uh, I have, I have like, my whole movie list. And I have one that's, like, just, like, a subset of that list for movies I want to watch with Hannah. And all of them are on, like, Amazon Prime Video. And you have to buy it. And it's, like, $15. And it's, like, I don't want to fucking pay $15 to own a fucking movie <laughs> right we, we we don't have enough time to talk about it now but i would maybe next podcast i would love to get into that uh the mulan thing like how disney oh. was charging you to uh like basically rent mulan but it was 30 dollars. yeah jesus christ it, oh it's 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 one of like the most scummy business practices i've ever seen um but yeah i guess we can save that for next time because that that's a whole other can of worms yeah All right, well, do you want to wrap it up? We're at about an hour. Yeah, yeah, that works. Cue the outro music. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, so this has been uh, Split Screen Media. Connor Rose, Joey Burt. Thank you for your time, guys. Thank you for having me, guys. A lot of Peace fun. and love. Go vote. Yeah, go vote. I think vote uh, <laughs> some states, this is like the last, well, by the time this airs, go vote. Yeah, vote early, vote often, register if you still can. Get out there and do it. Bye, everybody. Peace.